Have you been feeling like life is weighing you down? Do you want life to work in the new year? Does it seem like your mind just can't get away from all the negative, all the crazy stuff going on in the world? Let the intentional faith of Coach Andre show you your life is worth living. Maybe you're struggling with your job or you want to do something different. Are you a student trying to study for an exam? Maybe you want to start a home-based business. Whatever it might be, these seeds of faith will bear much fruit as you walk in faith. Welcome to the Burning Bush Podcast with your host, Coach Andre. Well, folks, if you're ready to be set free, if you're ready to follow that vision, that purpose that God has for you, I want you to go to apgrant.com because that's where you're going to get it done. You're going to join a five-day vision challenge that will get you started down that road, and you will be able to get started. It'll give you the steps that you need, the clarity that you need, the road, the steps that you need to take. It'll all be there. All you got to do is go to apgrant.com and sign up for the five-day vision challenge and uh, God will take care of the rest. God bless you guys. You ever catch your kids or your brother or your sister doing something or having something that that uh, they shouldn't have? And they you ask them about it and they say, well, so-and-so gave it to me. Well, my uncle Tim gave it to me. My aunt Sandy gave it to me. My brother Tim gave it to me. Well, did you know that that was the original sin? Not, not the original sin. That was the original excuse that Adam used when God confronted him and said, how did you know you were naked? Well, we ate the fruit. Why did you eat the fruit when I told you not to? It was that woman you gave me. Boy, we have a way of making excuses, don't we? Well, I hope you enjoyed today's episode of The Burning Bush. Hello, my name is Coach Andre, and today's title is Pharaoh Gave It To Me. start with Exodus chapter 9. Then the Lord said to Moses, go to Pharaoh and tell him that this is what the Lord, the God of the Hebrews says, let my people go so that they may worship me. But if you continue to restrain them and refuse to let them go, then the hand of the Lord will bring a severe plague on your livestock in the field, on your horses, donkeys, camels, herds of flocks. But 
the Lord will make a distinction between the livestock of Israel and the livestock of Egypt so that no animal belonging to the Israelites will die. Now you see there, folks, this is something that, that God will do in your life. Now, the one thing that is said here is the Lord says to Moses, go to Pharaoh and tell them to let, let my people go so that they may worship me. See, God is going to deliver you from whatever it is that you are being hindered by, whether if it's addiction, whether if it's alcoholism, whether if it's sex addiction, uh, overeating addiction, whatever it might be. You see, God is going to deliver you from that. And the reason he is going to deliver you from that is so that you could worship him, so that you could give him praise and glory and honor for what he has done in your life. And those things that, that are, that are, um, you're being delivered from, there's going to be a distinction between you and those that still do it. Your friends, they're, they're, they're going to see a difference in you. Uh, your family, they're going to start seeing a difference in you after God delivers you and you start worshiping him because even more stuff is going to be uh, taken out. You're going to be delivered from more stuff as you worship God and you continue to work, worship him and live for him. And there's, so there's going to be a distinction and people are going to know the difference. Praise God. The Lord set a time saying tomorrow, the Lord will do this in the land. And the next day, the Lord did just that. All the livestock of the Egyptians died but not one animal belonging to the Israelites died. Pharaoh sent officials and found that none of the livestock of the Israelites had died, but Pharaoh's heart was hardened and he would not let the people go. The sixth plague, that, that drug, that addiction, it doesn't want to let you go. Verse 8. Then the Lord said to Moses and Aaron, take handfuls of soot from the furnace in the sight of Pharaoh. Moses is to toss it into the air. It will become fine dust over all the land of Egypt and the festering boils will break out on man and beast throughout the land. So they took the soot from the furnace and stood before the Pharaoh. Moses tossed it into the air and festering boils broke out on man and beast the magicians could not stand before Moses because the boils had broken out on them and on all the Egyptians but the Lord hardened Pharaoh's heart and he would not listen to them just as the Lord said to Moses then the Lord said to Moses Get up early in the morning, stand before Pharaoh, and tell him that this is what the Lord, the God of the Hebrews, says. Let my people go so that they may worship me. Here it is again. God is going to set you free so that you can worship him. Otherwise, I will send all my plagues against you and your officials and your people so you may know that there is no one like me in all the earth. For by this time I could have stretched out my hand and struck you and your people with a plague to wipe you off the earth. But I have raised you up for this very purpose that I might display my power to you 
and that my name might be proclaimed in all the earth. Still you, you Lord it over my people and do not allow them to go. Just because it feels like that drug or that alcohol or that food has a control over you, God's going to release you in the name of Jesus. Behold, at this time tomorrow, okay, we read that, those among Pharaoh's officials who feared the word of the Lord hurried to bring their servants and livestock to shelter. But those who disregarded the word of the Lord left their servants and livestock in the field. Then the Lord said to Moses, stretch out your hand toward heaven so that hail may fall on all the land of Egypt, on man and beast and every plant of the field throughout the land of Egypt. So Moses stretched out the staff toward heaven and the Lord sent thunder and hail and lightning struck the earth. So the Lord rained down hail upon the land of Egypt. The hail fell and the lightning continued flashing through it. The hail was so severe that nothing like it had ever been seen in, in, in all the land of Egypt from that time and because and, and it became a nation. Let me read that again. Hail was so severe that nothing like it had ever been seen in all the land of Egypt from the time it became a nation. Throughout the land of Egypt, the hail struck down everything in the field, both man and beast. It beat down every plant on, of the field and stri stripped every tree. The only place where it did not hail was in the land of Goshen, where the Israelites lived. Then Pharaoh summoned Moses and Aaron. This time I have sinned, he said. The Lord is righteous, and I and I and I and I and my people are wicked. Pray to the Lord, for there has been enough of God's thunder and hail. I will let you go. You do not need to stay any longer. Moses said to him, When I have left the city, I will spread out my hands to the Lord. The thunder will cease and there will be no more hail so that you may know that the earth is the Lord's. But as for you and your officials, I know that you still do not fear the Lord our God. Now the flax and the barley were destroyed since the barley was stripped, was ripped and the flax was in bloom. But the wheat and and spelt but the wheat and spelt were not destroyed because they are late crops then moses departed from the pharaoh then moses departed from pharaoh went out of the city and spent spread out his hands to the lord the thunder and hail ceased and the rain no longer poured down on the land when when pharaoh saw that the rain and hail and thunder had ceased he sinned again and hardened his heart, he and his officials. So Pharaoh's heart was hardened, and the, and he would not let the Israelites go, just as the Lord had said through Moses. Chapter ten. So as you see, God will fight for you. Sometimes it takes a little bit of time, you know, and and a little bit of effort. 
you know, because Moses and Aaron both had to do stuff in order for God to move, right? So uh, sometimes it's going to be a little rough. It's going to be, especially if you've been addicted to something for a while and you're trying to change it. It's going to take a minute, but and it's going to take work, but it will happen. Praise God. All right, chapter 10. Then the Lord said to Moses, Go to Pharaoh, for I have hardened his heart and the heart of his officials that I may perform these miraculous signs of mine among them, and that you may tell your children and grandchildren how severely I dealt with the Egyptians when I performed miraculous signs among them, so that all of you may know that I am the Lord. God is going to reveal himself to you. He's going to show you what it is, who he is, and that he has the power to overcome. He will do what he needs to do in order to do that. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Because he'd rather see you in heaven than burn in hell. Oh, stop thinking hell and brimstone. I'm just saying you know, God wants you in heaven instead of hell. All right. So get over it. Stop doing your addiction. <laughs> anyway, God is good. So Moses and Aaron went to Pharaoh and told him, this is what the Lord, the God of, of the Hebrews says. How long will you refuse to humble yourself before me? Let my people go so that I, so that they may worship me. But if you refuse to let my people go i will bring locusts into your territory tomorrow they will cover the face of the land so that no one can see it they will devour whatever is left after the hail and eat every tree that grows in your fields they will fill fill your houses and the houses of all your officials and every egyptians something neither your your fathers nor your grandfathers have seen since the day they came into this land you know one of the things that comes to mind when i read this you know pharaoh going back and forth you know i remember you know there's been so many different times when there i've had things like smoking i used to smoke praise god june this year will be seven years since i quit smoking but i smoked for 30 31 years smoked for 31 years I'm at uh, coming up on seven years, no smoking. But I remember when I was out on the road, those of you who don't know, I used, uh, I've been a truck driver for 14 years. And when I was out on the road, I remember there would be times where I would be like, I need to quit smoking. So I'd throw the pack of cigarettes out my window. Okay, you guys that are litter, but, uh, litter officials, you know, it, it's, it's over, it's done. Anyway. So anyway, I would throw the pack out the window thinking that I was going to quit. And when I, when I saw the next truck stop coming up, I'd be pulled over so I can get me another pack and I'd be smoking a cigarette. I'd get mad and I'd throw the whole rest of the pack out, in the, out, out of the window and, you know, and, and uh, all that kind of stuff. And I just remember, you know, sometimes it's not easy to get off of that stuff. You know, it's not easy. You know, even though... I knew that it was wrong for me to smoke because it was killing me. And those of you who are smokers, you probably know that too. So I'm not beating you up. I'm just sharing my story. Um, you know, and I, I would I, I would turn right back around and uh, go to that truck stop and pick up another pack of cigarettes. 
I'd be, you know, I'd turn away from it and I'd turn right back to it, you know, and, and, and sometimes it's not easy, you know, but with God's help and persistence and trusting in him, it will happen one day or another. Okay. Cause I know, because here I am coming up this June will be seven years since I quit smoking. So it is possible. It's possible for that drug to go away. It's possible for that alcohol to go away. It is possible for that sex to go away. Well, sex don't go away, but you know, only when you go, it should only happen when you're married. And uh, as believers, as, as children of God, we should be willing to obey what God says instead of giving in to our passions and stuff like that. Anyway, there's more on that and another part of the Bible, but uh, the, the reality of it is, is sometimes it's not easy. We, we, uh, the, the, the craving for that thing gets so strong and we want to just go back to it. But that's not, you know, if we're, if we're really, if we have a heart for that, God knows that, you know, but uh, the reality of it is, is that, that we have to face the fact that we can't do it on our own. We're, we're powerless, you know? Um, so anyway, that was just one of the things I was thinking of every time uh, Pharaoh would go back and forth. That was one of the things that I used to do with some of my addictions is, is I would go back and forth, and, you know, praise God right now. I'm in a good place and God has given me the, the ability to stand strong even with people around me that are smoking or, you know, um, whatever it might be that I've, I've struggled with in my past, you know, or I just stay away from people that I know that do it on a regular basis. So that's a little bit of a hint there. Okay. So verse three of chapter 10. So Moses and Aaron went to Pharaoh and told him, this is what the Lord, the God of the Hebrews says, how long will you refuse to humble yourself before me? Let my people go so that they may worship me. Here we go again. God's going to deliver you so that you can worship him. You can give him glory and praise and you can live for him and help other people come out of that crap too. And that's an amazing thing. That's awesome. But if you refuse to let my people go, I will bring locusts into your territory tomorrow. They will cover the face of the land so that no one can see it. They will devour whatever is left after the hail and eat every tree that grows in your fields. They will fill your houses and the houses of all your officials and every Egyptian, something neither your fathers nor your grandfathers have seen since they since the day they came into this land. Then Moses turned and left Pharaoh's presence. Pharaoh's officials asked him, how long will this man be a snare to us? Let the people go so that they may worship the Lord, their God. Do, not, do you not yet realize that Egypt is in ruins? So Moses and Aaron were brought back to Pharaoh. Go worship the Lord, your God, he said, but who exactly will be going? We will go with our young and old, Moses replied. We will go with our sons and daughters, with our flocks and herds, for we must hold a feast to the Lord. Then Pharaoh told them, told them may the Lord be with you if, if I ever let you go with your little ones. Clearly you are bent on evil. No, only the men may go. 
and worship the Lord, since that is what you have been requesting. And Moses and Aaron were driven from Pharaoh's presence. Then the Lord said to Moses, stretch out your hand over the land of Egypt so that the locusts may swarm over it and devour every plant in the land, everything that the hail has left behind. So Moses stretched out his staff over the land of Egypt and throughout that day and night, the Lord sent an, an east wind across the land by morning. The east wind had brought the locusts. The locusts swarmed across the land and settled over the entire territory of, the, of, of Egypt. Never before had there been so many locusts and never again will there be. There, they covered the face of all the land until it was black and they consumed all the plants on the ground and all the fruit in the trees that the hail had left behind. Nothing green was left on any tree or plant in, that, in the land of Egypt. Pharaoh quickly summoned Moses and Aaron. Well, before we continue on that, I just want to say, you know, regardless of what is going on in your life, whatever uh, enemy is trying to hold you back, God is going to fight for you. God is fighting for the people of Israel right now. He's showing his power. He's revealing himself as the God who will, who will take care of you. That's what he's doing here. Okay, and he will take care of you. It may take some time. It may take some effort. It may take some time. For, it may take you having to wait on God to do whatever it is that he wants to do. And there might be people that are trying to make it hard on you. And they may even try to make it harder as they know what you're trying to do and trying to get free from, from uh, the toils and, and, and torment that you're going through. That devil does not like it when, when God comes to try and deliver his people. And the devil will not just let you go. He's going to fight for you. He's going to fight to keep you in bondage. Okay, so Pharaoh quickly summoned Moses and Aaron and said, I have sinned against the Lord your God and against you. Now please forgive me. Forgive my sins once more and appeal to the Lord your God that he may remove this death from me. So Moses left Pharaoh's presence and appealed to the Lord and the Lord changed the wind to a very strong west wind that carried off the locusts and blew them into the Red Sea. Not a single locust remained anywhere in Egypt. But the Lord hardened Pharaoh's heart and he would not let the Israelites go. Then the Lord said to Moses, stretch out your hand toward heaven so that the darkness may spread over the land of Egypt, a palpable, palpable, palpable darkness. So Moses stretched out his hand toward heaven and total darkness covered all the land of Egypt for three days. No one could see anyone else. And for three days, no one left his place. Yet all the Israelites had light in their dwelling. Then Pharaoh summoned Moses and said, Go worship the Lord. Even your little ones may go with you. Only your flocks and herds must stay behind. 
But Moses replied, you must also provide us with sacrifices and burnt offerings to present to the Lord our God. Even our livestock must go with us. Not a hoof will be left behind, for we will need some of them to worship the Lord our God. And we will not know how we are to worship the Lord until we arrive. But the Lord hardened Pharaoh's heart, and he was unwilling to let them go. Depart from me, Pharaoh said to Moses. Make sure you never see my face again, for on the day you see my face, you will die. As you say, as you say, Moses replied, I will never see your face again. All right, chapter 11. How are we doing here? Okay, so we'll, we'll, we'll call it a day there. We got two chapters in. Something I want to do real quick is, is part of the reading for today was uh, Luke 24. Let's go there for just a minute so we can take a look. So we're going to pause there because God wants to do some more stuff uh, with Moses there. And, but we're going to uh, talk about Jesus for a minute and some of the things that he did. Okay. On the first day of the week, very early in the morning, the women came to the tomb. Okay. We're, I should have said this before, but we're going into uh, the after Jesus was crucified, he's buried in the tomb. And this is the third day, early in the morning, before um, everybody else wakes up. Okay. On the first day of the week, very early in the morning, the women came to the tomb, bringing the spices they had prepared. They found the stone rolled away from the tomb. But when they entered, they did not find the body of the Lord Jesus. While they were puzzling over this, suddenly two men in radiant apparel stood beside them. As the women bowed their faces to the ground in terror, the two men asked them, Why do you look for the living among the dead? He is not here. He has risen. Remember how he told you while he was still in Galilee. The Son of Man must be delivered into the hands of, of sinful men, be crucified, and on the third day, rise again. I just want to make that point right there. I just want to read that right there. Because the reality of it is, folks, is despite what we think about what's going on in our lives, uh, no matter what it is, Jesus died. He was crucified. He was buried and he rose again, you know, so that you and I could be forgiven and set free from those things that are holding us back from being who God created us to be. And I know that you have a purpose. I know that I have a purpose. That's why I'm here. I'm talking to you because my goal is to help you find your purpose. If that means taking you and helping you get cleaned up before that, then I'll do my best to do that uh with uh you know uh just helping you out talking to you and stuff like that um i don't have a place for you i could help you find a place but you know the goal is is to help you find your purpose in god first thing is is he wants to set you free so that you can worship him 
And then as you worship him, he's going to show you what your part is in this world and, and how to be a, a functioning part, be a, a blessing, uh, and have blessings and everything like that. So here we are. And I just want to let you know that no matter what you're going through, where you've been or how far you've gone, Jesus Christ still died and shed his blood for you. And you have a purpose and you don't have to live in darkness. You don't have to live trapped in whatever lies that you're in. You can be set free in Jesus name. So if you are wanting to accept Jesus, send me a message. You can pray this prayer. God, I've been a sinner. I, I've done all kinds of wrong things. I, I've separated myself from you because of the things that I do. I ask that you forgive me. Jesus, come into my heart, be in my life, and show me how to live so that you can be the Lord and Savior of my life. I ask you this in Jesus' name. If you prayed that prayer, please send me a message. Let me know that you've done that. I want to hear the testimonies. If you need help with, uh, you want somebody to pray with you, please send me a message. I love you guys. God bless you. So there you go, folks. You can be set free from whatever it is. You can live for God. You can, as you praise and worship God, he will give you the purpose that you, he created you for. And you will be blessed as you pursue that purpose. So I thank you for joining me here at the Burning Bridge Podcast. And I pray that the message blessed you and that you will have everything that God intended for you. Now, we're at the end. Thank you. This is Coach Andre. Here's a quick message.